0: Welcome to the pageantry podcast.
1: And today's very special pageantry podcast guest, calling in from Minnesota, Miss American co Minnesota, Jasmine Tolliver. Jasmine, good morning. Good morning, Carl. Well, it's kind of bright and early for you, a little later in the morning for me down here in Florida. How are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I am doing awesome, thank you very much. And today's a little bit different podcast. You're the first that has ever won a podcast with me and pageantry magazine through a silent auction at a pageant. It's very unique. It's the first time I've been able to do this. What made you decide saying, I want to win this thing. I want to speak to Carl. I want to be on a podcast. Well,
0: at the... Kayla from MS American Co ed, there's like little bags and you could just go around and put your ticket in. And I seen one from the magazine and I thought this would be a great way to challenge myself and push myself out
1: of the, my comfort zone. It is going to be a little bit different than interview one on one, as I was one of the judges up there. And when we met on the red carpet, when you mentioned it to me, I was like, this is so exciting. This is new for me as well. Out of the hundreds I've done, This is the first one that I knew beforehand who I was going to interview after the pageant. How long have you been competing in pageantry? I've
0: been competing most of my life. I started as a baby and took some time off
1: as a teen and revisited pageantry when I turned 18. And when you took the time off and you revisited it, what was it during your revisit that you said, you know, I really miss this. I want to get back into it. What drew you back in?
0: So I had got a letter from Miss American co and I told my mom and I was like, I wanna do this again because as a kid, I had a lot of fun doing pageantry. And as a teen, I was like, pageantry can help me with my interviewing skills and really help me overstep my like shyness and build confidence mm-hmm. in myself.
1: And that is one of the things our industry does unlike any other, is prepare you for life, whether it's, you know, uh, interview getting into school, interview for a job, whatever it may be, that you're used to speaking to authority figures and whether or not I may agree or someone else may agree with your answer, you at least can back it up and speak succinctly and professionally, correct? Correct. (laughs) So you're back in the pageantry world. What type of competition is your favorite, and why? I really like
0: the stage competitions. I love runway. I love evening gown. And normally, I wouldn't say interview has been my favorite, but this past, like, nationals, I was like, I like interview. I'm excited to do interview. And, yeah, so I'll say interview is my new one, my new favorite.
1: Oh, you're just saying that to make me feel better this morning. I know that. (laughs) And I do remember, just like at the event always try to give the experience you know to put you at ease i know it's nerve wracking how do you prepare for interview
0: so i do mock interviews with my badging coaches and we just do those over and over to get myself comfortable with talking to
1: different people so i have different coaches every week Mm -hmm. in general what do you like most about competing I love the sisterhood
0: of pageantry. I love being able to make new friends and like have friends that I can carry on with for a lifetime. There is this one girl that I had met at the Miss Minnesota Mac pageant. She was Miss Minnesota and I was Miss North Star State and The last time we competed together was in 2016 and we're still friends. I was in her wedding. I was able to attend her baby shower. So I just love that
1: pageantry gives you like sisters that are for a lifetime. And you talked about learning interview skills uh, and whatnot. What have you learned most about yourself while competing in pageantry?
0: I've learned that I am determined and that I'm dedicated. I want something, I'm going to go after it, and I'm going to put my best foot forward. Coming back to pageantry over and over after, like, losing, I haven't let that affect me negatively. I, it actually lights a fire under my butt. Just each year, I'm like, I'm going to come back stronger, and I'm going to
1: do great. <laughs> so whether or not you get to crown, you learn something each and every event. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about your platform joining hands with our warrior friends. Yep. What is it about? What got you involved?
0: So joining hands with our warrior friends is my platform based off of sickle cell awareness. Um, I myself have sickle cell disease and it's something that affects like my family. My little cousin also has it. So with that platform, I'm able to educate people about sickle cell and show like how to be a friend to someone suffering from a chronic illness
1: what would you tell other people whether young or old but mostly young people like yourself who may be afflicted with this disease what would you tell them don't let fear hold
0: you back a lot of times for myself I would like hold back from activities because I wasn't sure if I will have a flare up with my sickle cell crisis. But now I just go out and do whatever I'm passionate about regardless of what could happen. I make sure that I keep myself safe and that I am doing what I need to do, like staying hydrated so I don't have pain crises.
1: And again, I wish you the best. I know uh, many people live with you know invisible diseases, and uh, you were one of them, so I commend you on bringing this to the forefront to all yeah. of us here within the industry. And speaking of the industries, there's a big crossover between pageantry and modeling. I call it the Glamour Lifestyle Industry. Do you take advantage of both sides, pageantry and modeling? So actually,
0: Victoria Henley came to me after the passion and asked me, like, have I had any model experience and told me that I'll be great for runway because I... I'm five nine, so I'm pretty tall. <laughs> but she basically just offered me to work with her, and she's gave me some job offers so far. I'm excited. I'm doing a showcase for her in December, and then I'm also doing New York Fashion Week in February.
1: You're pursuing a career as an essential worker, specifically through nursing. How did you decide on this career path? So it all goes back to sickle cell. Um,
0: My team that I had as a child, they were really supportive and they're really um, open and like hearing my decisions and they'll like just help me get through sickle cell. And that's just something I want to be able to do for other sickle cell patients. I want to give back Mm -hmm. and be that support
1: system for my patients. Now, if I'm not mistaken, when we talked a little previously, uh, you said you've been in uh, nursing for now three years. I have. What is your end goal? What do you want to bring from pageantry into nursing or vice versa, nursing into pageantry?
0: From nursing to pageantry, I would say, like, just being quick on your feet. I think with pageantry, you have to be quick like with answering questions and interview, in nursing,
1: there's a lot of decisions that you have to make. Yes. Sometimes, you know, decisions have to be made that, you know, are very difficult. And uh, I do have a lot of medical personnel, doctors, surgeons, my cousin works for the CDC, and especially with this last year and a half, it has been a challenge for many of you. So I do congratulate you, you know, for your service uh, to those in need uh, in Minnesota. So congratulations once again on that. Thank you. Pageantry, nursing, school, a lot going on. What do you like to do in your free time? I
0: love the dance. I revisited dance. Um, back in the spring, I grew up with a dance background and also went to performing in high school for dancing. I used to do over 30 hours of dance.
1: <laughs> and you're also a big fitness buff as well, Yes.
0: Yes. So my dance studio, the owner of the dance studio was the captain of the Timberwolves Dancers, and a few of my instructors at the dance studio, they teach dance and fitness at the studio, and they're also, like, Timberwolves Dancers, of course.
1: How many times do you, again, you have a busy schedule, how often do you get to enjoy this?
0: So I work out three times a week at the studio, and we do, like, a circuit-style training, and then I am also taking like probably three to four dance classes as well. So I'm like a nursing assistant, a student, a student by day and then dancer by night.
1: Tell us something about yourself that nobody knows.
0: Oh, so I actually love doing hair. I did my hair for the pageant and I actually did my hair right now too.
1: So yes, you did your own hair and makeup at the pageant?
0: Well, at the pageant, I had someone do my makeup and do my hair, but I had like a sew-in. So I actually had to like break my hair up and like sew my hair down. I did that for the pageant.
1: excellent. Congratulations. I like to hear that. You have a lot of friends that look at you and we may have talked about this in the interview. Oh, there's Jasmine going to another pageant. She's not satisfied with just nursing. This, she has all this going on, dancing with the, you know, timber wolves in their classes, uh, et cetera. What do you tell those people who may not always agree with your decision to compete? What do you tell them about bringing them into the industry? Well, so people
0: think of pageant, like people as tellers and tiaras based off what they see seen on TV. <laughs> so I always tell them like, Pageantry is not like that. Sometimes pageantry is focused on natural beauty, community service, and um, building daily life
1: skills. And have you had friends of yours uh, from outside the industry say, you know, Jasmine's doing wonderful. Look what it does for her. I'm going to enter a pageant. Do you have any friends like that yet?
0: I have. I have family as well. I have a little cousin that wants to do pageantry, so... I'm looking for a pageant for her to compete in. She doesn't want to do it by herself. She wants me to do it with her. But I'm 25 and she's like 15. It's like there's not a lot of systems. Like I aged
1: out. <laughs> there's always systems with a lot of base groups. And you are no stranger to pageantry. I know you've competed in several different systems. So obviously you feel that's done something for you. You've learned something from it. And now you enjoy sharing with others. What would you like to tell all those out here in the glamour lifestyle industry about Jasmine? What do you have to say to them? It's not
0: too much glamour about me. I live in Code, Minnesota, so a lot of times I will be in like joggers. <laughs> this is the most glamour you'll see. I'm competing in the pageant or doing modeling.
1: <laughs> well, again, you know, I want to congratulate you as the first. The initial, the inaugural, Pedantry okay. Podcast winner from a national event with their fundraising raffle, and I am so proud that you called in this morning. It's been a pleasure meeting you at the event, as well as here this morning. Any final thoughts? Any parting words?
0: No, oh, thank you. I'm excited to have met you and to do this podcast with you. It was a great
1: opportunity.